This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you. And I hope that all of you are in a situation where you've uh, recovered from Yom Kippur. I hope your Yom Kippur was a, a meaningful one, a one where hopefully the fasting wasn't too difficult, although this heat was was definitely a, a challenge for for many for many people. And mostly I hope you walked out of it inspired. I hope that the uh the things you decided to do, the undertakings that then one took upon oneself in those last moments and those amazing moments of uh of uh yeah the 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 ni'ila things are are amazingly powerful and uh and uh um it will carry it will carry you through it will carry you through for for a long for a long long uh, uh time uh, i hope that uh, you are well under your way with your sukkah uh, preparations the way the calendar has worked out this year it's quite a bit of a challenge with first yom kippur and then shabbos and then and then Yontif a day later, but Baruch Hashem will, you know, if that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu has set it up. And of course, we have this Yat HaDashmai, we have the ability to to uh, deal with it, to to handle it, and and we'll run with it. And I think uh, everyone's in a state of mind now where one's making the transition from Yom Kippur, from uh, the, the mood and, and the sobriety and, and the and the seriousness of, of Yom Kippur to, to Zaman Simchoseinu, to the time of of our total and complete joy and and happiness was just something amazing and palpable and really really a time where we look forward to to kind of yeah letting it hang out and 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 joining our friends and our family and and enjoying and relaxing sitting in the in the sukkah it's the most beautiful beautiful uh, beautiful holiday but the reality is that this actual this time of, of transition between uh, Yom Kippur and and Sukkot is in itself a very very important and uh, amazing amazing uh, 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 time. I mean, the the Shulchan Aruch says that uh, during this uh, period of time from between Yom Kippur and and Sukkot, we don't say Tachanun in our uh, in in our davening, and we don't fast on these days. They're special. They're special days. The, the Magna Ram, in fact, uh, explains that these are Yemei Simcha. These are joyous days because uh, way, way back in the time of Shleim HaMelech, the, the Chanukah Sabayis, the dedication of the new Beis HaMikdash that Shleim HaMelech had built, took place during those days. In fact, that year they actually did not even fast on, uh, on, uh, on Yom Kippur. Uh, they had a special dispensation that year because they were celebrating to actually not not uh, not fast. Another reason why it's broke why we don't say etachnen is because actually of the the slicha of the atonement that we actually attain during these days. These days almost seem to be a continuation of of the uh, of of the Yom Kippur, the the Shlach Kaddish explains that the kapara of Yom Kippur actually continues for the next for the next four days. And that's why 
when we say, uh, uh, when it comes to Sukkot, when we say, you shall take for yourselves on the first day in the Gemara. And the Gemara comments, it's the first day for counting of sins. Because the, the, the Mechila, the atonement of, of Yom Kippur continues through these four, through these four, four days. What, what the Shlah is actually, uh, is actually teaching us that the uh, the kapara of Yom Kippur is dependent, or perhaps comes about because of the fact we don't walk away from the kippur. Shoo, <laughs> I've done it. Hey, uh, uh, like someone, uh, so I, so I was joking with someone last night. They would they said to me, I asked them how they're doing. Said they're depressed. Says why are you depressed? Because he says it's no longer a full year anymore till the next Yom Kippur. Because already one day had uh, had uh, had passed. That's that's not really the attitude of uh, of, of Yom Kippur. I mean, uh, well, I suppose Yom Kippur can be viewed as a day where our Kodesh Baruch Hu tells us to afflict ourselves. Ta'anuas nashosechem, which it says twice in the Torah, and there is the things we don't we don't do. But if one views Yom Kippur just as a day where we subject ourselves to, to some kind of self-flagellation, some kind of a, a personal suffering, and, and somehow through that we, we achieve, we achieve a forgiveness. So then, yes, obviously, as soon as Yom Kippur is over, you want to be done with the pain. No one likes excessive pain, and, and you certainly can wait another full year for another dose of that, of that kind of, kind of pain. However, if we view Yom Kippur as it's really meant to be viewed as a day of Kirvasela Kim Litoyev, as a day where we have the ultimate opportunity of coming closer to Akadashbarko than we ever can during the year. And there's this amazing, amazing relationship we have on, on that day. Then, new, we want it to come again. We're so sorry it's over. Let it come, let it come uh, quickly. So, how do we show that we, we enjoyed it, that we carry on? Even after uh, Yom Kippur's over, we carry on doing, being occupied with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mitzvahs. We, we, we get busy building, uh, building our sukkah, and we get busy buying our, our, uh, our abaminim, right? Which, which Mamish has, uh, which we do with, uh, his oiris, with, with passion. We do it with, uh, with excitement, and we do it with looking, with looking forward. In fact, the Shlow writes, it says, Dear Shu Hashem, Bihimotsoi, search for Akadish Barahu when he can be found, when he's when he's near to us. And the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says that Hashem is near on the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Those are the days of where Akadish Barahu is is is, uh, is is close. So the Shloss says it's not really true because the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there are actually only seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah is the, is the first two days of Rosh and Yom Kippur is the last. So in between them, there are actually only only seven days. So why does the Gemara say that there are ten, ten days? So the Shlach answers that when the Gemara says that we're talking about the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, he doesn't really mean that. He says, what we really mean is the 10 days between Yom Kippur and Hoshana Rabbah. Because Yom Kippur is on the 10th, 
and Roshan Rabbah is on the 21st of Tishrei. So between the 11th and the 20th, the, the time elapsed between Yom Kippur and Roshan Rabbah is actually, <coughs> is actually 10, is actually 10, uh, 10 days. And, and although the Gemara seems to say we're talking about the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So he says that Rosh Hashanah is in fact referred to as, uh, as Yom Kippur. When, when, when the Gemara says Rosh Hashanah, it actually means Yom Kippur. And he brings the Pasuk in Yechezka where it says, Rosh Hashanah be'oso lachodesh. Right? Rosh Hashanah, which is on the 10th of the month. And Yom Kippur, he says, really means Hoshan Rabbah. Hoshan Rabbah is also a Yom Kippur, a day of, a day of atonement. And in fact, the, the final day of the Hasimah, of the sealing, of, of uh, our decree that began on Yom Kippur completes, in fact, on Anoshana on Anoshana Rabbah. So the Gemara is actually hinting that Hashem hasn't really gone away just because Yom Kippur is over. Hashem is still nearby for the next ten days from Yom Kippur all the way until until Ashana Ashana Rabbah. Now, Bashar Shah, that in the simple understanding of this, that it's referring to the Asaris Tshuva, that for those days Hashem is close to the entire Jewish nation to accept our 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 tshuva and our tefillah, but uh, but he says that the Gemara has hinted that it doesn't end there. That actually in the ten days from Yom Kippur until Hashan Rabbah, Hashem remains remains uh, uh, close. I mean, the famous uh, what they say is that uh, the the word Hasatan, Satan is the accusing angel who. Uh, Whose mandate is to to uh, provocate uh, in in Shemayim against against the Jewish nation. So numerical value, the word Hasatan is three hundred and sixty three hundred sixty four, and uh, explain that there are three hundred sixty five days in the year, and the Satan can only prosecute on three hundred sixty four days on Yom Kippur, so to speak. He's off. In Yuma and he's off. He cannot. He cannot say anything against the Jewish, the Jewish, uh, the Jewish nation. Rav Yonis and Ibishitz adds one second. Well, why are we using the word Hasatan? Where do we suddenly get the word Hasatan? Let's take the word Satan itself, which is that angel by himself, and the word Satan uh, only has the gematria of three hundred fifty-nine. Which he says implies that the Satan only has permission to prosecute Kleisel on the 359 days of the year, and that there's six days of the year that we remain impervious to the accusations of the, of the, uh, of the Satan. And, and the Aristavasha explains what are the six days, six days a year that the Satan is, is mamish silent and can't even begin to raise a, a word, can't begin to prosecute the Yidden at all? So he says those are the six days between Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur being day one, and the first day of Sukkot being day six. So it's the 10th Yom Kippur, 11, 12, 13, 14, which are the four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, and, and, and the first day of Sukkot. All those days were so busy with, uh, with, with mitzvahs that, uh, that the Basatan has no accusations against us. So what the, what the Shalah and, and the, and, uh, Yonas Namish is not teaching us that 
the the spec the specialness of these four days between Yom Kippur and and Sukkot. So there's there's a kapora, there's a continuous kapora by the fact that we don't let up, we don't relent, we continue being involved in mitzvahs after Yom Kippur. So that makes them a continuation and extension, so to speak, of the Aserish Mechuvah. Hashem is still near. And there's still days when the Sutton can't begin to, to, uh, to, to prosecute us. I mean, it's, it's brought down so that the, uh, on, on the four days after, uh, uh, Yom Kippur, it says that the, uh, the Chasam Seifer was in such a state of joy, such a state of happiness over the fact that, uh, that, uh, Klai Yisrael had, uh, had gotten Kapora, that Imamish couldn't even focus on, on his learning. And he actually used that time to to compose nigunim, to compose songs of shevach voidah, praise and, and and gratitude to Akadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, you can find them. There's a sefer called Shiras Moshe, which are the, the things that he wrote specifically during that time, during the time of of, of year. So we're not on the level of the of the Chasm sefer, but but the lesson is for for regular people like us. So obviously, <laughs> we don't have a problem. Uh, a learning Torah. We, we're not going to learn any Torah with any less or concentration than we would any uh, any other year. So we should focus. We should focus on on on, on our Torah during these uh, during these days. It's brought down that the uh, the uh, it's first Shlomo said that the uh, the great Sanego, the great Malach, that always speaks. On behalf of the Jewish nation and, and brings up before Akadosh Baruch Hu the, the virtues of Klaiso. So he always argues that you cannot convict the Yidden for the Averis they've done. In fact, they're not guilty of, of the Averis because they're such simple people. They're not even wise enough to know how to overcome the, the crafty and, and sly and kind of, you know, veteran Yetzirah who, who tricks them into sin. Right? So, the, the, uh, the prosecuting angel uh, replies, what are you talking about? You can't say the Jews are stupid. I mean, they, they, in, in business, the Jews are cool. They're, they're as, as clever as they can be. They, they, you know, do so much. How can you say they're not, they're not so wise? So the, the, the defender says, no, it's true. The reality is they are. They are naive and, and, and they're not so, they're not so uh, savvy in their, in, in their business worlds. So the, the courts isn't sure. You have two sides. So the psak of the Bezdin Shamala is that we're going to test them. We'll look at them. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, set up a period of time. We'll take four days after Yom Kippur, and we're going to see whether, in fact, the Yidden are so are so clever or 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 or, or not, and uh, whether, in fact, it's true that they aren't wise enough to overcome the Yitzhara. So, on those days, what do we do? We go and we buy ourselves something that looks like a a lemon. And we pay we pay a huge fortune of, of money for the for for something that looks like a lemon and and, 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 a, and a greenish looking branch and a few little sticks. I, I mean, and, and you know, how could we be so so gullible? How could we be so easily fooled to be spending so much money uh, on on those things? And therefore, we cannot be held responsible for our for our errors. So the Torah hints 
that the first day of Sukkot is the first day for sins from this Pasuk the Pasuk discusses the mitzvah of, of taking the, the Arba Minim not Sukkot not anything else and this is because the mitzvah of the Arba Minim proved says that we aren't so wise and so clever and therefore should be exempt from the Averis that the uh, Yetzirah tricks us into uh, into doing on a regular uh, on a regular on a regular basis uh, and therefore uh, uh, this is the time this is the time to take uh, to take advantage of it and and to really work you know and, and the, the the Gemara in fact uh, says that the world exists in in the in the merit of the Talmud Torah of children the fact that children are learning that's what that's what helps us to exist and uh asked Abaya, and what about what about my Torah and what about your Torah don't we are we the great we're the great leaders of a generation doesn't our Torah support the world Sabaya said no you can't compare the voice of the Torah of a child who never ever did Navera to the voice of someone who has who has uh, done who has committed who has committed sins. Now the the uh, the it's written down therefore that uh, so in a sefer called Eretzat Svi that on these four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkots, so therefore not only children are free of sin, everyone everyone has had kapara on on uh, on Yom Kippur, and therefore even adults are also uh, uh, clean from any avera. Consequently, the Torah that we learn during these times actually keeps the world the world going. So it's it's, it's a mandate. It's something, and yeah, we have a we have a even worse. We have a even better than them because we also have the element that we are required to learn Torah. We're mitzvah voice, and we know that someone who's commanded to do a mitzvah is even greater than someone. So so we have the bechina. We have the ability to be like children, and and the fact that we're involved in mitzvahs, and the fact that we're le- that we're involved in Torah, specifically during this time, Hashem has given us a Shabbos even to to use that is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to carry on the aura, to carry on the avira, the atmosphere, to carry on what we attained and, and, and proved that we're genuine about it as we go, as we go towards Sukkot. We're going to come back with a, another interesting bit of uh, Sukkot's uh, information right after this advert. This is 11.9 High FM on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. Do you feel like winning? The Esrix, we all do, I guess. The Esrix Center wants to help you win. Answer the following question correctly and you'll be putting yourself in line to win your own set of Abaminum for Sukkot. And for each set one, the Esrix Center will, will donate a set to the less fortunate in our community. Here's the question. Which part of the human body does the lulav represent? SMS the correct answer and your name to 34519 or WhatsApp 0618951019 and you might be the win. The competition is compliments of the Estrig Center at Freshfellas and the Koyla Bookshop in Glen Hazel. Best quality, best tachshirim, best prices. 
This is 101.9 High FM. We are back on your radio here in Johannesburg. Uh, just as always at this time, the important details for the Shabbos, Shabbos, Kodesh, Parshas Ha'azinu, the penultimate Parsha of the, of the uh, Torah, although there are some who want to argue that perhaps the Zoysa doesn't even count as a Parsha of the Torah because it so rarely is read on on Shabbos, it's usually read on Simchas Torah, which in many instances actually comes out during the uh, during the during the week, or certainly in in Chutzlar, it always comes out uh, on on a on a uh, on a weekday. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, Parshas Zinu, we just talked about it before. Parshas Zinu tends to sometimes get overlooked because, as the calendar kind of dictates. It either coincides with the Shabbat Shuvah, if it's before, before Yom Kippur, or it's this little lost Shabbos sort of between Yom Kippur and, and Sukkot, and we're too busy talking about somehow continuing the influence of, of, uh, of uh, Yom Kippur or looking forward to, to Sukkot. So it is Pashat Ha'azinu with a special Haftarah from uh, Shmuel. By David, David, the special song of of David, uh, David Amel, from which the pasuk uh, of Migdol, Magdal, Yeshua's Malkal comes from, um, and the very important details for this time, uh, candle lighting this afternoon is no later than five forty-five, quarter to six. You must have them up and burning by then. If you can do it earlier, definitely go for it. Especially let's let's show our Kaddish Baruch who was serious about our about our Shabbos. Let's start a couple of minutes early and let's make this Shabbos a really really wonderful Shabbos. Because surely one of the things we would have thought about and and uh, and committed ourselves to on Yom Kippur was to to reach higher levels of observance, to reach higher level of of of, of diktuk b'mitzvahs, of, of being careful, of being exact in the way we keep Shabbos. And let's start it. Right now, not wait another, another, another week. Shabbos Kaddish ends tomorrow night at 6.35, 25 minutes to, to 7. And then, of course, we get right into the Erev Yom Tov preparations. Sukkot, of course, starts on Sunday night and then Monday and Tuesday. And then we have the Cholomoids during, during the, uh, during the week. One of the, uh, uh, things that is actually very relevant to, to Sukkot, but you know, tends to, to completely be, be overlooked, and and uh, and obviously uh, we had it in uh, last week's pasha was the very special mitzvah of hakel. Hakel it means which means to to gather is a special mitzvah that we learned about in in last week's pasha, which is a a special mitzvah to say it's a special positive mitzvah to gather together the entire Jewish nation, men, women, and children, uh, in the on the Sukkot that immediately follows the termination of the Shemitah year. We know the Shemitah was observed every seven years during the Shemitah year, the land lay fallow. You weren't allowed to uh, do any farming. You weren't allowed to do any production. You weren't allowed to make money from the land. You had to give it back to to the uh, to the rabbinishlam and and basically the the even the farmers the farmers were on the dole they were they were unemployed and they would sit and they would uh, they would learn they would learn all year so in the in, in the on the sukkahs that immediately followed the end of uh, shemitah so there was a special mitzvah where anyway 
the Jews are coming up to do Aliyah Laregel, they're coming up to spend the, the Chag, the Chag of Sukkot in Yerushalayim and, 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 uh, bask in the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, uh, 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 creation and, 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 in, in the, in the Beit HaMikdash. So it was, it was a mitzvah that they gathered together and that the king would read to them portions of the Torah from the book of, of, uh, Emunah and particularly things that are in, are meant to encourage us and strengthen within us our, our, our emuna, our, our belief and trust in the, in the Rabbani Shalom and, and our fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and to talk about the mitzvah of, of learning Torah and, and keeping the mitzvahs. And again, this was especially important, as I said, after the Shemitah, yes, the farmers had just had their sabbatical year. They had spent a year in, in Koilel. And, but now they were going back. Now the Shemitah was over. Now they were going to go back to tend to their, to their fields. And they'd be busy as farmers are day and night throughout the seasons with the different, uh, 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 uh parts of production and, and, uh, and, and the work that they had to, that they had to do. And, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't, maybe not would have, they would, maybe wouldn't have so much, uh, time for their, for their Torah, for their Torah study. So the, uh, so, we have a special ceremony. They gather together and we, we're told words of encouragement about learning Torah and keeping, and keeping the mitzvahs. And as the Torah says, you have to gather everyone, men, women, and children, leman yishmu, leman yimudu, so that they can hear, so that they can learn, to, to fear, Baruch Hu. And therefore the whole, the whole purpose of this, of this amazing gathering was, that uh, it only takes one place once every seven years is to to glorify and elevate the honor of uh, of the Torah and uh, and its uh, and its magn- I mean, they they couldn't have been a more impressive. They couldn't have been a more a more inspiring get together than uh, than that moment where all of all of the Jewish nation is 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 gathered and and the king gets up on a special platform. Uh, uh, and 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 reads to them from the Torah, and they're all there, the great leaders of the of the of the generation, uh, and and their families, and and children, and women, and everyone, right? And and of course, the king is the most honored of them all, and he stands. He would read from the Torah and from the whole nation, and therefore that would arouse, that would uh, arouse everybody to. To uh, ask what's what's going on? What's the whole purpose of such a of such a uh, of such a get together? And 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 the 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 answer is kind of self evident, as the Torah says, "Lishmoya divrei Torah to hear to hear words of Torah, which is call ikorei by which is our, our whole purpose of existence and our glory and and and, and our very our very raison d'etre is the is the Torah, and and therefore people would come." And to speak more about her, and to speak more about the praises of of uh, of of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and they all become become even closer to 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 the Rebbeim. That's what the Chinuch, that's what the Chinuch says uh, says uh, about it, and uh, it it must have made a tremendous tremendous impression on uh, on everyone who was uh, who was uh, who was there, uh, and it says even that even the children had to come. 
and and the children they obviously they, they you know, might even little ones who weren't able to understand who didn't who didn't get any intellectual stimulation out of it they couldn't understand what the king was saying but the fact is they were able to 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 be in an environment where everyone was there and Torah was being spoken and that that has an incredible incredible influence on them and on their development. We'll come back with some continuational comments in a moment. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul program. Don't run away. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 High FM, we're back on your radio. Just in case you didn't get it the, the last time, we're going to try one more time to tease your brain and see if you can really win yourself a set of Arbamina because we have this following question that the uh, Essex Center wants to help you win. And if you can answer this question correctly, uh, so you are putting yourself in line to be able to win your own set of abominium. And not only that, for every time someone wins a set of abominium, another set is going to be donated to someone who maybe can't afford their own set of abominium and be able to fulfill this awesome mitzvah on, on circus. The question, of course, is we know that each one of the abominium represents a particular part of the human body. If we look at the lulav, which part of the human body does the uh, does the uh, uh, lulav rep represent? It's a good question. Uh, if you know the answer, so SMS the correct answer and your name, please. If we don't have your name, we're not going to be able to make you a winner. To so three four five one nine or WhatsApp or six one eight nine five one zero one. Nine competition is compliments of the Essex Center at Freshfellas and the Koyla Bookshop in Glen Hazel. Best quality, best hersherim, and best price. So that's it. If you don't know the answer, well, and you better go find it out and SMS quickly. Uh, just coming back for a moment to our issue of the hakel. Just uh, thought it was a fascinating thing to mention. Uh, uh, the the Rambam says that. The king had to read from the original Torah in, in Lashna Kodesh. And he would read from the beginning of the book of Devarim all the way till the end of Shema, which is like uh, virtually two whole Pashis, and then other selected portions, hand-picked portions that uh, would remind the Jewish nation of certain mitzvot of certain things that they needed to be aroused about and and then uh, they finished off with the uh with the blessings and the uh and the uh the curses the the uh, just to remind us of of the sobriety and and the seriousness of what uh of what it was or they learned about stalker uh, 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 various things that were chosen key points that were chosen to uh, to read for all the uh, for all the uh, in fact uh, uh, we're told that uh, this is quite long uh, a reading actually included 138 different mitzvahs that uh, that uh, appear sometimes for the first time sometimes in repetition in these in these uh, in these uh, in, the, in these mitzvahs some are new some were some were already written. Uh, 
uh, uh, uh, before. And, and it's just so important for us to, to get that message and to have it strengthened as we go back into our, into our uh, normal agricultural lives to remember that, you know, as hard as we're working, I mean, you know, we're, in our lives we have our, our pressures and uh, our daily lives and everything we have to do. But, you know, this hakel is, is there to remind us of the importance of being involved in what really is, really is a, a, a vital. The, the halacha seems to be that it took place on the first day of Cholomoyed Sukkot. In other words, well, in Israel, Yontif will be Monday, so it would have taken place on, 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 uh, on Tuesday, where all the Jews are in Israel uh, anyway. Uh, the reason it took place then says, well, why not on Yontif itself? Why not on the first day of Yontif it, uh, itself? Because since it is Yom Tov and uh, you really can't, uh, uh, they needed to build a special platform where the king would stand and and uh, and and read Torah for the whole people, so that couldn't be constructed on on Yom Tov, and they didn't want to construct it before Yom Tov because Kenanahora, the the press of people that were in Beis Mikdash on the first day of Yom Tov. Bringing their 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 carbonus, it would have been absolutely uh, impossible, and therefore they pushed off the whole event to to the day after uh, uh, Yom Tov, the first year, the first Yom Tov, so that they'd be able to do it to do it uh, to do it then. That's why it says b'mayed. B'mayed means during during the mayed, not right at the uh, not at the beginning. There is, by the way, an opinion that says it took place actually. Not on the first day of Chalmoid, but on Maitse Yom Tov, on the night after the first day of Yom Tov, it already it already took uh, took place. But uh, we seem to say that it took place on the next the next uh, the next uh, uh, morning, um, right? And again, I said it's connected to the to the previous uh, to the previous Shemitah, not to lose that the impetus that was developed that was developed during the uh, during the uh, during the Shemitah year. To, to carry to carry on, and so it was in addition to the 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 mitzvahs that the tzibur had, and it's amazing. They came every single regal travel from wherever they were living in Israel, north, south, east, west. They would come to Yerushalayim with their animals, and everyone had an obligation to bring uh, to bring certain korbanot, to bring certain to bring certain uh, uh, sacrifices to to the. Uh, to the base space, I make this. Everyone was a card-carrying Jew had to be there to bring their 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 sacrifices, and even the women who may not have been obligated to come for regal because that's only a man's mitzvah, but still, for this mitzvah of hakel, everyone had to pick themselves up. Basically, the entire Jewish nation was gathered together. Obviously, miraculously, because we don't understand how how they all fit there, but. We're told that was one of the miracles that took place. And it's something, another reason we want to look forward to, you want to hope, you want to, you know, uh, really, really uh, anticipate the coming of Mashiach so we could be zeich, we can merit to, to, to see, to see this. But as always, the clock says we need to go and therefore really just to take the opportunity to wish each and every one of you, first of all, a good Shabbos for the Shabbos that's coming. And then a chakosh of a beautiful, beautiful, happy and joyful, uh, 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 
Yontif with all the beautiful mitzvahs of the, of the sukkah, which we envelop ourselves in, and, and the arbaminim, which, which have such powerful effect in, in, in the world, and the simcha should give us so much lift, so much opportunity that we can carry on, as we said, those four days after Yom Kippur and make it into a real continuation of a lofty and beautiful and beautiful opportunity. Thank you all so much for listening, for being part of our radio family, and wishing each and every one of you a good Shabbos and a good Yom Tov.